Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash twodrinkcinema. Cheers. Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. We are doing a movie this week. Yes, we are. That we didn't realise was showing at a cinema very near us on the day we're recording this review. Yep. And I had plans to watch another movie that I'd already seen numerous, (laughs) numerous, <laughs> numerous times. Patreon.com uh, forward slash two drink cinema. Singing in the rain was the movie. Um, so you took our mother to go and see uh, Singing in the Rain yes. for Mother's Day, even That's though correct. you'd seen it very recently for the podcast, when you could have taken our mother to see To Sir With Love Yep. Um, for the podcast, which is relevant because we're talking about it now. Yeah, and I've not seen it before. And... No. Um, mum loved it. Mum would have loved it as well because she loves. Oh, Sydney Portier! It's just his voice. It gives me tingles. That's what (laughs) mum would say every time I've said to mum, "We're doing to see with love." She goes, "Oh, I'll just cry when I watch it again." (laughs) (laughs) Well, any if that cinema is listening, please please reschedule to see with love. Show it again next Sunday, please. We uh so. You found two cocktails. Yeah. One called a teacher's pet. Yep. And one called a one for teacher. Yeah. That sounds dirty. Well, <laughs> there were cocktails called hot for teacher. Oh, yes. Um, and if you listen to the song of the same name from the movie To Sir With Love, that could have been relevant because some of the lyrics are a bit, how's yeah. your father? Yeah. It's if- not quite as <laughs> how's your father as hot for teacher, the song. Well, yeah. But anyway, I've combined them uh, because I had a little bit, sp- little bit of spare time near the cocktail ingredients. So I have made a to serve with love. So Lee went, yeah, Lee's gone rogue on this. <laughs> we'll see how it turns out. So what we've got is some apple cider yeah, because so... you give an apple to your teacher. Yep. And then we have got some whiskey because that is a very traditional present to give a male teacher. Okay. A bottle of whiskey. Right. Then we've got some dry vermouth because everyone who's ever had a male teacher knows their sense of humour is very dry. Oh, God. Yeah. And then oh there's God. a dash of bitters at the top. Because, because teachers are bitter. <laughs> I've been a teacher and there is a lot of bitterness in the education profession. So uh, the quantities for all of that are on our socials. So go and find that at Two Drink Cinema on the Facebook, Instagram and the Twitter. But that's the my reasoning behind combining the two cocktails, and just pour it in a tall glass over ice. And fill it with... Teachers are generally taller than their students. Top it up with some lemonade. Topped up with lemonade. Both of the... the, Well, the other cocktail topped it up with soda, but we are sweet tooths. Yeah. So I topped it up with lemonade. Yeah. Okay? All right. Here we go. Ready? Cheers. Cheers. I just got bitters. (laughs) Yeah, well, it is dashed on the top. I need to stir it. I just got weak cider. Like, I just got cider and lemonade. It's like a shandy. It is. It's like a cider shandy, but with vermouth and whiskey in it. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's drinkable. Like the previous cocktails we've done with whiskey, it would be better with a better whiskey. (laughs) Yes. It isn't the cheap whiskey. But it's drinkable. Yeah, that's it. Um, All right. To Sir, with love, the movie review, we are working our way through our drink. To Sir, with love, a bit of bitter, a bit of comedy, a bit of dry comedy. Yeah. He ticks all those boxes. 
A bit of overreaction, yes. I love 60s titles. Fuck, I love the 60s. Just like, how are we going to put everyone's name on the screen? I'll just put a black bar over half of it and then put people's names on it. Yeah, like a lot of names. Yeah. They, were, they credited people that didn't even say anything. I thought Patricia Routledge was a kid, but she's a teacher. No, she's the other teacher. Yeah. But um, not the hot one that he has the hots for. In the preview, you said that it was a based on an autobiographical joint. Semi, yeah. But then it says all characters are fictitious. So did they just take the idea of a black teacher in the East? Oh, I meant to do talking like oh. this, innit? Oh, you're right, Gov. I love the 60s titles, innit? Yeah. They're pretty bloody good, aren't they? Bleeding. Bleeding 60s titles, eh? Do you talk to your father like that? I don't know why I spoke like that. It's, it is a very different voice to the East End people. Um, that woman that gets on the bus next to him. Oh. She's great. Jesus. Like, oh, I'd give him one. Yeah. Want to take this one home? Is that is that a racism? <laughs> um, objectification just because he's a black man. Is that what she said though? But he's a good looking dude. Yeah, but would he? Would she have said that about a white guy? Yeah, about a white guy just on the bus. Oh, I'll take him home. Well, one thing in this movie, I that... should give you my husband's name. He goes all right once he gets going. Oh God, what was that conversation? <laughs> And then she, this woman had to go with her hair because it was disgustingly ugly. Yeah. But then Strawberry she's a, blonde. She's got a fucking roller in the front of her hair the whole bus trip. Yeah, she must take that out and just put it in her handbag when she gets to her job interview or whatever she's going to. I didn't really understand the point of that scene other than to kind of set the idea of where it was. Well, I think it made it very clear how vulgar that that that, that East London area is. Yeah. But also, I think the objectification of him, Sidney Poitier, Mark Thackeray, Thackeray Binks, is, yeah. is a racism. I believe so as well, because he's like, ooh, he's all shiny and new. Yeah, like he's just come over from the continent. Yeah. From the dark continent. Oh, I tell you what. Actually, I was expecting this movie to have more racisms. But other than well, that other dickhead teacher. You know what? I I think they actually did that well. The racisms? Yeah. Because it's not, oh, you can't teach you because you're a mm, word. Yeah, it's right? not con air. If it was a made in America, yeah, it would be. Oh, He'd yeah. walk into that classroom and the kids would be like, Ah, uh, fuck you, sir. You can't teach here because my dad said I can't learn from a coloured fella. That's what the kids would be like, right? <laughs> In it. They would be exactly like exactly that. Exactly like that. Yeah. But they did because the English understand subtlety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. And so instead of her sitting on the bus going like, oh, I've heard black man fuck really well. She's like, oh, I'd take him home and give him a go. It's more subtle. Yes. And it shows that because it's not blatant, he kind of just has to take it. Yeah. And he even starts laughing. He does smile because he's like, oh, these poor women, if only they did know how well I went in bed. (laughs) Maybe. Well, he's not married, so... Good enough for... uh, Good enough to take him home to dinner. Mm-hmm. Crossover. Um, you know what I was listening? The, the song is at the start, which I wasn't expecting. Right? I was, because I, I was thought ex- it was a Bond film. I thought more tits would be silhouetted on the screen. <laughs> I was expecting it to be like at the end because, oh, now we like him. Because we didn't like him at the start. Yeah, because they write the card that says to Sir with love. Yeah, Um I also wasn't expecting to hear it four times. As well as hear it played on the guitar by a 12-year-old. And also, I was thinking, like, it's a good song. It didn't get, like, nominated for an Oscar, which is apparently a snub, if that's a thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I know why. The fucking Academy was sick of it. 
Like yeah. I've heard this too much. Piss I've heard off, this Lulu. song, the song five times. It's underscoring a whole lot of scenes as well. It's all like yeah. it's almost as in this as much as the flying theme is in ET. It's almost in this as much as Sydney Poitier. I was going to say the song's in it as much as Lulu. Yeah, <laughs> who wears the same thing the whole time? They all do They're wear the poor. same clothes. I was like, do they only want a set of clothes, or is this all on one day? At one point, I was a bit. Well, no, confused. it's over weeks. I initially wrote down what teachers just start randomly during the year, but then I was like, oh, okay, because they get fucked off and they leave. Yeah, yeah. I do like that the it's very English Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, the English just call each other their last name. Yeah. Like, or oh, Thackeray this, or oh, Weston this, or oh, Routledge. I, mean, Ooh, I didn't catch it. Routledge. This. Kim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Bouquet this. But, and then she's like, what's your name? And he goes, Thackeray. She's like, no, no, your other name. Yeah. <laughs> Not his British Ghanaian name. No, no, no. Mark. He's Mark. Mark. His Christian name. She's, um, she's great, though, Patricia Routledge. Yeah, she's really good. She's a very good character. Uh, lots of energy. When he said... When he was meeting with the principal, this is mm. another subtlety thing. Yeah. When he was meeting with the principal and the principal said, why aren't you working as an engineer? And he said, reasons. Yes. I initially thought, I was like, well, they could have gone into that a little bit more. Yeah. But then I was like, as the movie kind of went on, I think that was a subtlety of he was in America in 1965, yeah, no yeah. way is he getting a job as an engineer, mm, a mm. black man, yeah, even though he's a toff yes. and speaks well, yeah. Um, but you speak all posh, don't you? Yeah, you're a toff, but you ain't. Uh, you're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Lulu wasn't bad. She was good. I was not expecting her to be good because she's a singer, not an actress. But well, she was good. She's up there with Lauren Hill. In terms of well, shit students who are good at things and can sing. Well, and there was the the Lauren Hill was that guy that they kept calling Denim, but he was wearing leather. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's the Lauren Hill because everybody else was getting on board, asking him questions, wanting to go to the museum. And he was like, oh, piss off, piss off, gov. I just want to read my nudie magazines. Yeah, and that little toy that flips the bikini top, that's Hilarious. actually cool. Yeah. I should find one of them. Don't know if they make them anymore. You just Google them. You just (laughs) Google your yabos. Pornhub, reveal bikini. Okay, done. Um, I did expect the kids to be rowdier. And I don't know if it's because we've just watched Sister Act 2, Mm. but I thought he'd have to come in and wrestle them back into some kind of order. I thought they were going to be more violent. They actually started pretty like... They were sitting there listening to the first few things he said, which I wasn't expecting. And after a while, they, like they did what he said when they were like, when he was like, "Take your seats." Yeah, they did that without a lot of fuss. Yeah. And then I think, I think the entire point of the movie, though, I should say, I really liked the movie. Okay, I thought it was very good, very okay. well done. I think the real point of the movie, I expected. I think we both expected it to be about. These kids are shit. Yeah. But I think the further along the movie goes and the deeper you get into the stories of these kids and the story of the area, it's the situation isn't great. And because of the situation, providing them an education is difficult. Yes. And so it makes sense for them not to be sitting around, hey, ho, like Sister Act 2. Yeah. Um, and throwing things and other than sawing the table leg. Yeah, that was um, the glue. Like That was the glue. Whoopi Goldberg, that they glued into the seat. Yeah. And then they were burning whatever slutty material in I there. I have no <laughs> idea. That was like, I, was, I rewinded it. And Me watched too. it again because I was like, did I miss something? Yeah. Because he went off. He went bananas. Because he doesn't like women. Or it, it was it was quite you know what this movie was almost more sexist than it was racist. Like what he comes the- on and he's teaching multiplication to girls, right? And he's like, "Now, girls, a lot of you will help your mum with the shopping, so I'm going to give you a tip about how to multiply." I, yes, I understand that that's 
sexist, but I also feel like that feeds into we can only educate them within the limitations of the situation. Yeah. So there's no point just going six times seven is 42. Six bananas are $7 each. Yeah. You're saying seven shillings a pound. Yeah. And then it's six of. Like, I think that was an attempt to connect with the situation of the kids. Yeah, okay. Uh, But it was a different time for women. That's not an excuse. I need to know what they were burning in that thing. I do. Was it someone's tampon? But that's a lot of smoke. And it was... And the smell. Sluttish. I am sick of your foul language, your crude behaviour, and your sluttish manner. Sluttish. There are certain things a decent woman keeps private... And only a filthy slut would have done this. What is it? I'm so confused. Did they burn a dildo? What did they do? But none of them are having sex. I don't know. Oh, but she's a woman in every way. Except one, Patricia Routledge said. Yeah. In every way but one, meaning she's not rooting. And when Sidney Poitier says to her, are you in trouble, which is 60s code for up the duff. Yeah. She's like, no, that's code for pregnant. That's only, that's only for idiots. Idiots? What do they, what'd she say? No, that's only dumb. Anyway, I do. I just want to know what they burn. This is a disgusting object and I'm sick of your filthy games. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. It was a bit strange. Obviously, they couldn't show it because if it was that disgusting. It was that sluttish. You couldn't. They couldn't show it. You know, it's the 60s. You had to be discreet about these things. Burning bra? No, I don't know. That's too much of a reaction. Bras would stink because they would all be synthetic in the 60s. I don't know. Listeners, if you know what burns and stinks and makes you a slut for burning it. And then then he goes to his... What his his um friend's yes. classroom just walks in, doesn't knock, just walks into her office. Staff room, that's the staff room. Oh, but she was the only one there. Anyway, wasn't the staff room? I don't think it was. And then she, he's like, blah, You blah, couldn't blah. tell it was the staff room because you couldn't see the teapot. Yes, the, and the towel. Yeah. Um, and she was like, he was like, oh, I've lost my temper. I swear I wasn't going to. And then blah blah blah. Yeah, I've tried everything. I'm like. You haven't really tried much up until this point. It's been three weeks, mate. Like He was just like, sit down, read your book. That's all he'd done at this point. Well, he's also not a teacher. So that is about everything yeah. when you don't have any teaching experience. That, was, that, that section, though, did have another subtle racism reference in it in that he was like, all of the things I've put up with and these kids are the things that make me lose my temper. Yeah. So I think I think they've done really well on the subtle references to him having dealt with racism over the journey. And yeah, so then he's like, I'm going to get their respect by respecting them and treating them like adults. And it works eventually. Yeah, even though, again, a little bit, you know, the young ladies must prove that they are worthy of the appreciative of the courtesies that we're going to give them. Well, I think that's how it was for women in the 60s. And um, soon marriage and boyfriends will be all that they really care about. That's true. And no man likes a slut for long. No. Only the worst type marry Probably them. 35 seconds in Denim's case. Ooh, in it. <laughs> in it and out it. Oh. Bit of great. the old in, out, in, out. In, out, in, out. The... Yeah, but he also says... If you stink, boys, girls aren't going to want to marry you. Yeah. You're going to want a wife. You need to be good too. Yeah. It is a little bit more leaning towards the ladies have to earn the man. But then there's a lot of talk about how does the lady choose the right man. And he does talk about like she should be able to choose. And don't marry if you're not right for it. They talk about marriage and and then they just end up talking about him. Where are you from? Why are you married? Are you from South Africa? And you go, no, South Africans is white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a good point. 
South Africans are people from South Africa, yeah. regardless of their colour. That's true. Like Miss Wong is English, even though yes. she's a character from written by J.K. Rowling. The one yeah. Chinese girl is named Wong, even though she's played by a Korean actress. Yeah, there was a little. There was a little bit Wong. It's with a little that. bit of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I. The, you know what else was like? This movie is like peak 60s. Yep. Right? Yep. It's so, this is how you make a movie in the 60s. This is how they talk. This is how they dress. Yes. Very stereotypical. The fucking trip to the museum. That montage, I thought oh. Bert Bacharach was going to start playing. Oh, that was great. That was almost as jarring as the bike scene in... Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And then just to prove that they ran out of songs, Bates, let's play to Sir With Love again. <laughs> Maybe that's how they... We talked in the preview about the budget being low. Maybe that's how they kept the budget low. They only bought three songs. They only bought three songs. And one guitarist. Yeah. Weston's a dick. Weston's a racist. Black magic. Black, yeah, he goes... Oh, he goes... Oh, this is the Voodoo. next. This is the next lamb to the slaughter, or should I say, black sheep? I was like, oh, no. See, that's that's still like, that's one of those examples of, oh, I was only joking, but it's racist. Yes, it's not like, oh, they'll never want to learn from it, mm, which again would how they would yeah. say it in America. Yeah, but it's just those little jokes that reference his color. That are racist, black magic, voodoo, black sheep. Yeah. It's just little subtle things. But also Weston's just a dick as a teacher, just, as a colleague, yeah. as a professional. As a person. But also like for the kids to have noticed that he stinks and he doesn't wash and he wears the same clothes every day. Who goes to work? Even if you don't give a well, fuck about your job. he clearly doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. Even if you don't give a fuck about your job, you might shower occasionally and yeah. you wouldn't wear the same suit to work every day. But he doesn't just hate the job. He, he clearly hates the kids as well. When he was like, oh, they'll start earning more money than us yeah. because of whatever they're going to do. Yeah. Be part of the London's the great, great unwashed. Because they can't read, but they work in factories. Yeah. And still, to this day, tradies get paid more than teachers. Yeah. But you don't do teaching for the money. You do it so you can have inappropriate conversations about having a crush on your student on the crowded bus. Yeah. While Lulu talks to the student who has the crush Quite about badly. having the crush. He's a bit of all right. I like him. But... You fancy him, don't you? Denny, Denim still doesn't get it until much later. Yeah, until much, much later. And then the just the, the teacher, you know, Sydney Portier and the other teacher are having a conversation and she's like quite openly like, ooh, don't trust her or, you know, steer clear of her kind of thing. She's like, going to try to root you. You're sitting right next to another kid. Yeah. Save it for the staff room. Save it for the staff room. Um. Another subtle racist term, chimney sweep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Denim. Denim's a dick. Denim's, Denim's a dick. Dumb. He's d no, but he gets he gets it. And he's an also good example of uh, Thackeray getting it by him saying, do you want to teach boxing? Because that's finding Don't get me started on the, the thing that this kid likes. Yeah. And telling him that there is an opportunity if you follow the thing that you like. And then, bam, he's your best friend and I, I wash now. Yeah. He's now a great London washed. Um, the scene outside and then there's a thing and then Sidney Poitier cuts himself. Yes. It's a blood. Oh, it's red blood. I'm like, what the fuck, mate? Like, come on. What did you expect? Ink. And then he goes off and then they're having a bit of a chat and he's, that's when Denim goes, oh, you fancy him, don't ya? Don't ya? And then she's... Yeah, that sounded like Kylie Mole. Yeah, true. <laughs> then she walks off and then Lulu says something to Potigo. Oh, you're it. And then the train goes past. So you can't hear oh, her yeah, say yeah. son of a bitch. But it's quite obviously, she's quite very like, you son of a bitch, the yeah. way she talks. It's like in the castle when the plane comes over a couple of times when Daryl Kerrigan says fuck. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. It was. It, 
strange, it was, but, but it was odd. hilarious. Yeah, like hilarious in a way that it is so old school movie making. Yes, and it was like clearly they wanted to get in there that Lulu and the girls are sticking up for Sir. Yes, but the boys still need to come on board. Yeah, because and jealousy. so they wanted her to fully crack it at Potter. But obviously couldn't put the language in. But he can say slut three times in a minute. Yeah. He can use it as a ad, an adverb? Sluttish. Sluttish. No, that's just adjective. adjective. Sluttish um, manner. Then he goes to the market and all the parents love him. Before that, we'll get back to sluttish manner. Yeah. Okay. We'll get back to it in the Chad S. Minko score, I'm he sure. He has completely lost it, right? Yeah. And then while he's completely losing it, the piano goes going, dum dum, dum dum, dum dum. I'm like, does that suit him? It was a bit weird. This is the angriest moment of the whole film, the only really angry moment of the whole film. And the piano's like, dum dum, dum dum. I'm like, I don't know if this fits. Yeah, it was, the music was weird when it wasn't to serve with love. Danny Elfman. It was a bit like, do 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 do, do 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 do. Yeah, it was a bit. Adults messed up the world, didn't they? Yeah, they fucked it right up. Sounds familiar. Fucking boomers. Fucking boomers ruining Those kids the planet. And now the boomers Those... who fucked up yeah. the planet for us. Yeah. Fucking with your greenhouse gases. So what have you fucking done? You said the adults fucked up the world and then you fucked it up. Yeah. And fucking there's an popper. election soon, so you better not fuck it up even more. Oh, they will. Don't worry about that. <sighs> I have to vote. The anyway. kids do turn <laughs> the kids do turn around quickly. Oh yeah, like quicker than sis. No, not. I compare this a lot if you to Sister Act Two. Be somebody. Only because I haven't seen Dangerous Minds. <laughs> yeah, or any of the other fourteen versions of a teacher coming and in and not being I've liked seen by the students. Goodbye, Mr. Chips, but can't remember it. And that episode of American Dad, and that episode of South Park, and that episode of Family Guy, The Simpsons, and then that episode where How Karen d- pretended to be Lulu in <laughs> Will and Grace. How do I reach these? Kids, Karma pretends to be a teacher. It was hilarious, but he goes—he doesn't teach them how to—he doesn't teach them anything. He teaches them how to cheat. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's like, how do you think white people—they cheat? Essay. He talks like that. It's a bit racist. Obviously, it's a South bit. Park. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Anyway, how okay. do I reach these kids? <laughs> Then he decides to just talk to these kids, which is good. Yeah. Where are you from? British Guyana, wherever the fuck that is. Guyana. G-U-Y-A-N-A. Yeah. It's not a spelling, but that's how you spell it. Because I thought he was saying British Guinea, weird, but it's British Guyana. It's a totally different place. Because you're like us, but you ain't. I mean, you're not. Like, you're proper tough, ain't you? But you're not. Because you speak all posh and all. But you've been skint. I can't imagine you being skint. Yeah. Like proper skint. Yeah. <laughs> in it, in it, bruv. We're doing bruv. faces too, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta talk like this. Brett looks like Lulu. Yeah, well fuck you. <laughs> Which he does in the in the poster, the the scene from the movie where I've put our heads, your head's on Lulu, which is why your head's massive, because it has to cover Lulu's hair. <laughs> and then I think I'm Potts. You pots are you? You're going to bash the teacher? Nah, nah, Denim bashes the teacher, doesn't he? Nah, because Potts does, because he makes the fat oh, one try to do the pommel Potts, horse, because that's all that's in Potts PE, is innit? Potts up for fat so. Because that's a PE class, you just jump over a pommel horse real gay-like. And then the teacher catches you by the hips. The teacher <laughs> catches you by the hips, but not if you're too fat. Not if you're too fat. He ain't going to catch you, because he's going to break the whole pommel horse, because apparently he's like 400 kilos, isn't he? Because he ate... Ate the fat, he eats the fatsos, doesn't oh, he? God, that scene was weird. Yeah, I get the point of it, but it did get a bit intense. Like, it's like, oh, you're a fatty, you're not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, traditionally, PE teachers are assholes. Yeah, but then it was weird because then later on, so punching or boxing is in a PE class? Yeah, that was interesting in the 60s. So then, but then he, that's where I was like, why is Sidney Poitier now doing punching? Oh, and then the girl was helping the girls with the makeup. 
They split them up, boys and girls, well, like no, they used to do in sex ed. Yeah, domestic sciences. Mm. Isn't that what Patricia Routledge teaches? Yeah. Oh, no, that's the other teacher, the one that yeah. first meets him in that awkward moment in the staff room where he's decided to come in to his first day of school just before lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about getting there at 8.30. No. Um, Get there in period four. But they didn't have anything for him to do anyway. But then it was like, yeah, it was... Could you teach some of the girls makeup? Because I think some of them would be quite pretty if they did it properly. Well, they need to find a good husband, don't they? Well, you're going to tell him to do next. Smile more. You look better when you smile. Well, again, that's with the 2022 lens. In the 60s, though. Yeah, but the 60s was a time of revolution. Rebellion. You're losing your accent, brother. Whatever. You want to fucking go? (laughs) I liked that the... Love story between the teachers wasn't sappy. That they didn't end up together? It was just like, well, not explicitly. It wasn't like they saw each other and they loved each other. It was just like they became good friends and he then he made reference to not finding the right woman mm. and then we just put together that this might be the right woman. There was a lot yes. of that, a lot of subtlety and a lot of... We're seeing the story rather than it's telling us the story. That's true. Which I like. But also in love stories, I'm very glad she didn't try to kiss him at the dance, the student girl. Oh, that got weird. She didn't try okay. to kiss him. So, you, in a conversation you had with a colleague on the bus, yes, it is quite obvious that the girl has a crush on you. The hots. Yeah. You fancy him, don't you? Yeah, right? Yep. So, you don't want to lead her on. No. But, you see her at the dance, or before the dance, and then you comment on how lovely she looks. No, but I think before that, he set up the boundary. Ba- I think he set the boundaries. But then it gets confusing. That. Right? Because he's like, oh, don't you look lovely? And then she's like, thanks, sir. And he's like, will you dance with me tonight? And then he's like, yeah, but nothing too quick. Wink. I want to slow dance with you. I don't think that's what it is. And then it's like, oh, will you call me Pamela? Yes, Pamela. I don't think it was quite like you were doing it then. They play the song. Yep. And then they see each other from across the floor and then they walk together and then they dance while everybody's watching. I think you're adding a lot to it. I think mm, he has put the boundaries on and I think by way of his connecting with the kids as a whole and as a cohort, as a class, mm. it's like I am the adult you are not quite adults. I think they realise that they're about to be adults, but they're not mm. quite adults. But how do you thank someone who's taken you from crayon to perfume? With a pewter mug. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's not coming back next year. Oh, I can't visit you. Goodbye. And then she just walks off. I liked that. <sighs> I thought it was good that she didn't try to kiss him. It makes it clear that he connected with these kids in a sir way, in a teacherly way, and that the kids are starting to understand the world and mm-hmm. how the world works. Yeah, okay. But then they have to sing him a song. I'm not, I wasn't really sure what song they were going to sing. Yeah. Um, I did expect Sweet Home Alabama, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I expected Shout by Lulu. <laughs> I expected bang a bing bong bang or whatever a Eurovision song, Euro was. song was. She probably did that in between takes just to entertain the crowd. Bing a bing bang, bing a bang bang. The filming of the band was very good. The band looked like they actually were playing the song. Yeah, they except didn't sound like for it. then they didn't have microphones. Yeah, but you could hear them perfectly. And Lulu didn't have microphones and sounded just as good as the opening and ending credits and the montage. The sound was very questionable across the whole movie. There was a lot of out of synchronization. I didn't see thinking I didn't notice that, but I did notice that the band didn't have microphones. Oh, that was quite obvious. What was also quite obvious was that at the start of the dance, Hyacinth Bouquet walked into the room. 
Because up until then, she was her own character. But then she comes and goes, why so serious, Mark? And then she's like, oh, Wesley. (laughs) Like, oh, okay. That's Hyacinth Bouquet. Just a little glimpse into it there. Yeah, that was Mrs. Doubtfire. And um, yeah, that was a very Mrs. Bouquet Mm. moment from her. And then she's like, you've got to stay a teacher. I think he does. Well, he rips up his... Letter of something. I missed that. <laughs> it could be the letter of resignation because I think it's a credit scene. Oh, it does it right before the credits, and then they play a song at the credits. What this? Oh, to set with love. Bing a bang bang, bing a bang. <laughs> Waterloo, the other Eurovision, but not by Lulu. The other Waterloo. There's only been two. Yeah, I don't think it was even Waterloo for Abba. It was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. How good's my Eurovision memory? We should host okay. it. Um. One year, Patreon, get on there. Patreon.com forward slash tutoring cinema. If enough people get on there, we're going to go to Eurovision and we'll do Eurovision oh, yeah. specials all week. <gasps> what if Ukraine wins this year? It's Kiev. Do they have it in Ukraine no, next on. year? We have to say Kiev. Kiev. Because now we care about how to pronounce the words in the country that's getting slaughtered. Oh, we'll worry about that later. <laughs> we'll worry about that later. Uh, anyway. As we get towards the end of the thing, it's clear that the problem isn't the kids. It's the society. It's the world. And they're not given a proper chance. They're not. and But also they're not. But I've got to look after the kids. Valued enough for the teachers to give them the education that they need for their circumstances. But yeah, because their teacher Portier Wesley's does. a dick. Yeah, their teacher Wesley is a dick. And that fatso is never going to need a pommel horse. Yeah, okay. He's going to need boxing. You know what I was going to say? When have you ever used a skill that you learned in PE? Running. You You don't learn running. No, that's true. You do running. Like badminton. Long distance running. You sounded like the coach from Greece then. Running. Cross country running. Long distance running. You know what I mean. Bat tennis. Don't use that anymore. No. I don't even think the sports we play. Climbing a rope. Don't need that. No. I'm not on SAS Australia. I don't even think the sports that we have played, and we've played between us six different sports, yeah. were ever in a PE curriculum. Well, not for me. I was a boy. I didn't. Yeah. You couldn't do so netball. didn't do netball. We never did tennis. I did tennis a bit as like sport, but not PE. Yeah. Softball we did in PE for like two weeks. Mm. I did not climbing baseball. a rope. The beep test. Volleyball. Nah, but I did that as a sport. I did that as a sport. My maths teacher was my volleyball coach. Mine was someone I can't even remember. Yeah, well, anyway. We weren't clearly I don't remember her. I didn't write her a song. To miss with love. To miss. That wasn't very good. That was bad. Um, it's a Pepsi movie. We'll come back to that in a moment. Um, the credits roll. Oh, no. Can Sidney Poitier dance or can't he? He can 60s dance, which isn't really dancing. At the very start when the band changes, that bang, uh, when the band changes the song, yeah, he can't, he's not in time. He doesn't even look like he knows where his arms and legs are. Mm-hmm. But then when it cuts away... And comes back, he's dancing. Yeah, it was sixties dancing isn't a thing. And then he go, he can't make a speech because he's crying. Ugh. So then he goes and tears up his resignation letter. I assume because those other two kids and go, I'm going to be in your class next year, Gov. And he's like, Well, I can fix these assholes. Yeah, even though they all they look older than my current students. Well, not older than denim. Well, yeah, well, like thirty. <laughs> Um, he's in the Stockard Channing realm of mm. uh, all of that. So, but then, what? When he gets his gift, yeah, right, in the awkward gym, very awkward that Wong Sung Lee, whatever her name is, comes forward with the little box. She doesn't get a word for she the whole movie. She doesn't get a word. She gets a decent credit, but though. she gets to get the. Credit. She gets the equal amount of credit as oh, Cameron no. Poe's daughter in Con Air, which oh. doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And she gives him the gift. And then as he's getting the gift, 
It's like bang, 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 cut between every student. Yeah, it was. It's way too quick. It's quite strange. It's like that's like action level speed of quickness cutting between the students. But this is a lovely moment. Mm. That and the montage were my only directorial faults. I found that when they were when they were dancing, there was one because. Yeah, you know when you dance and you're in the sixties, you got to shake your body forward and back. Yeah, right, and go, woo, and then yeah, you Brett's your, doing you it. You can't yeah. see it, everybody. Can't see. It. You can probably imagine, hear it in the yeah. fact that he's getting quieter <laughs> as his body moves away from the microphone. And then there was a weird shot where it was like the camera was right in her face, like Margot Robbie at Cannes that one year. Yes, and then it was just weird because the camera was still. In the one she spot, was moving. but she was moving back and forth and doing the yeah shimmy shake, and then um, she's doing that was, move is yeah. called the to sir with love. Oh right, yeah. okay, yeah. Then they wrote to sir with love in the uh, in the card. Oh, and then they sing it again at the end during the credits. Jesus Christ! The kids were actually good actors. I thought that most of the acting was pretty good. Yeah, and I feel like the adult actors were. People that British people would know. Yeah, yeah. Like if we watched an Australian movie from the 70s, mm. no American people are going to know who they are. Yeah. But mum knows them all. Oh, yeah, because they were on country practice. Yeah. So because it's Jack Thompson, who no one in the US has heard of. No, Bill, Bill um, Bud Tingwell. Yeah, but everyone in Australia knows who they are. So I feel like that's what it was. And even though they're fairly unknown to us, in the 60s in the UK, they'd be like, oh, she's off EastEnders, isn't it? Oh, is she lovely? It's just a nice movie. Yeah. And it's simply made. Dragged a bit. And the story is well told. It wasn't pacey, wasn't quick. I didn't think it was too slow. I, I zoned out for a bit. Yeah, it could have been I think it's a little because quicker. it's like, we know where this is going. You've already sung the song at the start. So you and it's a story, like that's yeah. been done before. So I was a bit like, you just get to the end. I wasn't expecting a boxing class, and for him to only become friends with Denim after he punches him in the stomach really hard. I think, but I think all of those scenes added to the message of his connection, and he has different ways of connecting with different people. Yeah. Which is what makes him a good teacher and makes sure Mrs. Bouquet won't let him leave the school. Oh. If you leave and go to another school. What a waste of talent. Yep. And he's like, are you going to pay me for the same as a third engineer at a radio factory? Uh, I don't think so. Radio's a big thing then. In the 60s, radio was a big thing. Yeah. The only the, None of those kids would have a TV. No, they barely no. have clothes. <laughs> Or laundry powder. Oh, yeah, true. What did he have to take to the laundry in that big bag of well, washing? The way that they reacted when they dropped it, I thought it was like undergarments. Or but were it, just it all the like... bed sheets from the boarding house? Yeah, something. It was a bit strange. It was an errand. Just had to yeah. be an errand. Yeah, he just had to do point. something. And then the kid helped him out. You had to wait for the bus. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, Sister Mary Lazarus wasn't the driving the bus. Mm. Mm. Well, they got there successfully. So. That's true. Uh, and no road rage incidents nope. on the way. So, yeah, I really liked it. And I thought, I thought it, was it was okay. Very well told story, simply shot. There was a couple of the directorial issues that I've mentioned. Yeah. But generally nice. The acting was good. Some of the dialogue was a bit meh, but and some of it seems like Americans writing Cockney English dialogue. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, um, and there were some weird de- directorial things, but it's very sixties. Oh yeah, and like write another song. Okay. It's a good song, but I've now got it stuck in my head because I've heard it 18 times today. All right. We'll see what the Google reviewers yep. um, have to say about To Sir With Love, uh, and then we'll give our scores and do a trivia after a short announcement. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. 
Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Okay, Google reviews. There aren't a lot of bad ones. I didn't understand. <laughs> okay. Major tech corporation <laughs> search engine reviews. We looked up reviews on Google. She's fine with that. We looked up reviews on G O O, not G O G G O. G O O G L E. We couldn't find on either G-O-O-G-L-E yeah. or on IMDb. IMDb. We spelled that one too. <laughs> That's good. I-M-D-A-T-A-B-A-S-E. No, anyway. Uh, on IMDb, a one-star review for Two Servers Love. There's, I worked it out how Google works. You've got, you look at the overall and it says there's ratings. Yep. So there were some one-star ratings, but people hadn't written a review for it. So you can't see that. What they've written about it. Yeah. I just worked it out. Okay. A year into doing a podcast. Pamela McDonald wrote two years ago as a five star. Ooh. I was a teen and was in love with Sir 2. Really enjoyed all the fine actors. Was our favorite song back then. The song, I've had enough of it. Uh, But you only got some. So the lowest rating I could find on the IMDb. Was four stars, right? <clears throat> to Sir With Love was a so-so to reasonable film, but nothing special. They seemed to think it was special, with the photo collage ending and the music solo like it's James Bond or something. It ain't from Russia with love. So a class <laughs> of punk kids stopped acting like punks because Mr. Thackeray gets rid of the books and starts preparing them for life. That's fine. But what's great about it? They all kind of gave in pretty easily. Thackeray wasn't tested much. Whenever he said sit down, they did. It's not like they said no, make us. They were basically compliant. Sidney Poitier's solid in the lead, but this would have to be one of his lesser films. None of the other characters stood out to me. There was no tribulation at all. Where's the struggle? Give me something to care about. Everything ends on a happy note like it's some Christmas movie. Four stars. He, out of ten. Out he, of ten. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So the, that's a two star the two out of star. five. Yeah, right. yeah. Or a um, 1.75 for Roger Ebert. Jonathan says, A feel-good film, albeit with some fairly unbelievable brackets old students in the class... I wish my daughter's class children aged seven were more easily won around as it's like a war zone every day. (laughs) (sighs) Um, Do you want another? Well, I'll do one because this is the last one I'll do. Okay. Same rating. Two out of five, I guess. Give it a title. Black engineer guy goes to a school for bad kids in the 60s slash 70s London to teach and deals with issues of sex, colour and growing up. I don't know why it's slash 70s. We had to watch this movie for health class. And although it is okay with an okay plot, it isn't great. Problems. The accents are very British and sometimes hard to understand when they talk really fast. The bad fashions and funny music distract you from the plot and dialogue, don't they? They they school is a place where rejects from other schools are sent. This makes the problems less identifiable. Because you know when the kids are the worst of the worst... They are still good kids, if you know what I mean. What? What? No, we don't know what you mean. The mar- This makes the problems less identifiable because you know the kids are the worst of the worst. They are still good kids, if you know what I mean. No, we don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean, fantasy queen. You are a fantasy queen. All right, another five star. Right. This one is lovely, actually. Oh, I'm Sydney Poitier's daughter. Lovely. I'm not sure how genuine. Oh, fuck. All right. Hello. My name is Sarah. I am in third grade. 
I love this movie. I will give it a five-star rating. Love, Sarah. Oh, Sarah, bless you. To Sarah with love. Don't know if I'd be showing a three-year-old this movie. Third grade. Oh. Still, she's eight. Yeah. Yeah, too young. Great movie. When you don't give up on our kids, it's a victory. <laughs> All right. That's, Good. I'm taking that as the Wednesday wisdom Good. for this week. I, was, I thought the Wednesday love. wisdom would be about um, no man, nobody wants to marry a slut. Yeah, that could be. Or wash your hair and you might get a girlfriend. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. It's better than um, last week, our Wednesday wisdom from the be serial good. killer. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he was right. wise. He was wise, uh, even though he looked sick. Yep. Have you got the Chattis Minquo this week? I do have it ready to go. Did you cry, Lee? No. No. Neither did I. Because there wasn't a huge turnaround moment. There wasn't any cryworthiness. The It was lovely and emotional, but there wasn't a big turnaround. Oh, now she loves to sir in a... And the mum, the kid's mum died. It was like, you're not even the main kid. No House. crying. No House. crying. House. Okay, I have this to say, right? Yep. If this was American and they're that poor. They'd be living in trailers. They'd be living in trailers. One. He lives in an apartment? Well, that looks like one room. But I reckon the kids live in like a boarding house type situation. Yeah, one of them runs a boarding house, not the kid, the mum. I, I think it's a one. Yeah. Got to be a one. Cool. One it is. Arousal. Hmm. I mm. want to say like a solid three. Yeah, because even Hyacinth Bouquet is turned on by Mark there's Thackeray. The old lady on the bus, there's Hyacinth Bouquet. There's half the fucking classroom. Yep. There's, there's the actual the, staff, the teacher that falls in love with him. Yeah, there's him for the kids as well. Yeah. Maybe even a four. And three and a half, I'm going to go. Yeah, I think three and a half's fine. If you let me, I'd do 3.75. Yeah, well, I'm not letting you. I know. Alcoholic? No. There's no alcohol. No. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Pepsi? I saw one bottle of Pepsi. Ooh. At the party at the end. Oh, interesting. And I wrote oh, it yes, down. he grabbed it because she was all like, I'm sweaty from dancing with that teenager. Oh. Yes. Stand upness. It's it looks good except for the some of the stylistic choices make it very clearly the sixties. Mm. So I'm yeah. gonna say a three point seven five because I can give my own score with this one. I I agree. Very sixties. Yes. You can't watch it and go, this could be from any time. Yeah, this could have been last year. The language about women doesn't stand up. The use of the word slut a lot. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I want to go a... I'm going to drop mine to a 3.5. All right. I think I'm going to go a three because think... it does... Oh, no, I'm going to go a two and a half I think I what think... I was going to say is more impact. I think I think more in terms of stand-up-ishness in the visuals, not okay. the dialogue. But you're right. The way they, it's significantly sexist now. Yep. But the issues in the education stuff and the subtle racism stuff is Mm. still relevant. Yes. So that stands up and it looks, stands up except for a random montage. Yep. Um, Memorability. I feel like I'm going to remember this. Okay. There are things that are going to stay with me. Right. Like Patricia Routledge giving essentially her screen test for Hyacinth Bouquet at the end. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if I, like... Three for me. It's just like another thing. I'm going to go with three as well. I'll remember the song, that's for sure. <laughs> that's, you know, that reminds me, like, when Margaret and David used to do the movie show... Because we just said essentially opposite things. I said there are things that I'm going to remember, and I gave it a three. And you said, it's just a generic teacher movie, three. There, there are so many movies, if you go back through the movie show catalogue of David and Margaret. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she's like, 
I couldn't stand it. It was not appropriate and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to give it. And then he goes, oh, I thought it was great. And it's an ex- excellent example of British cinema. Yeah. And then she goes, I'm going to give it a three and a half. He goes, me too. The memorability will be the song and most of the plot, especially when him cracking the shits and going crazy over something slutty. Sluttish behaviour. I'm going to remember that for a while. Yeah. But everything else, I don't know. I'm not going to remember the people's names. Pam. I'm not going to remember any of the actors, except Bouquet. The kid with the dead mum ends with, starts with S. Yep. Uh, Impact. Well, when you were going through extra Google reviews, you said that someone reviewed and said it was a trope. Yeah. But it like the... It's the, hard to be a trope and an old movie at the same time. It's Yeah. It's the storyline of a teacher coming into a new environment with rowdy kids. Um, has become has a trope. Has become a trope. Uh, Patreon.com slash 2 track 2 Does that increase the impact? Well, it's impacted movies because they've made different versions of it. I'm going to give it a three because I actually think it adds to the recognition of African-American actors as well. Yeah. And anything Sydney Portier has that as an impact, yeah, one I'm, point straight away as an impact I'm score. I'm give it a three as well. Good. Because it's like, very and referenced a bit well, in pop culture. In Will and Grace. Yeah. Okay. So that's an extra point right there. <laughs> Nostalgia. N-A. It's, what do, you know how you said people like E.T. would have nostalgia about this movie? Mum. Oh, Sydney. Oh, Sydney. Oh, I love that movie. Um, yeah, it's not really a nostalgic us, movie. Not a, I don't even think... No, it's not. A, I don't think it's a nostalgic I movie. I might give it a one. I'm going to give it a one as well. Just because there'll be people out there that live, love it and go, Oh, I used to watch that with my mum. She was a huge Sydney Poitier fan and now yeah, it's dead. Yeah, will be. And so is my mum. Quotability. Well, I am going to tell a lot of people that I'm sick of their sluttish manner from yeah, now on. Yeah, yeah. And the song is included in quotability. <laughs> um, anything else? I don't think it's got major quotes or anything. I'm going like a one and a half. One for me. I, I'm not sure I'm going to quote it really. Overall rating. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3.75. Right. I'm going to give it a 2.5. Oh, it was just okay. You're not going to watch it again. No, oh, I don't mind. need to. I watch Dangerous Minds instead. You watch Sister Act 2 instead, let's yeah. be honest. Okay, how'd we go? Ooh. Better than Fern Gully? Surely better than... Um... It's better than Conair. <laughs> it's done that. The total is 34.5. Oh, that puts it right oh, in the sorry. middle. 34.25. That puts it right in the middle of the pack, I reckon. Um, That puts it second last. No, it didn't get more than... Less than Fern Gully and Cabin You've in the Woods. You've got less than Fern Gully and Cabin in the Woods and Romy and Michelle. Let me get back to you on that. All right, we'll work that out. No, I think that's right because, like, Fern Gully, Romy and Michelle would have been upped by they nostalgia. They had in the nostalgia. Right? This, and the um, horniness, actually. Fern Gully is high in the horniness. Yes. Arousal, sorry. No, that is, uh, that is a correct calculation. Okay, you do much better at the Excel spreadsheets than I do. Did work in accounting for 10 years. Oh. Yeah, so 34.25 has come second last. That is still got 13 or at least 13 more points than Conair. I feel like we won't watch another movie that will score quite as low as Conair. But listeners, if you think there's one that will be worse than Conair, please let us know. I want to watch yeah, more bad movies. But it has to be worse in an actual bad way. Not like Plan 9, so bad it's good. Yeah, because nostalgia, 10. Because I was thinking more about that Quotability, during... Quotability, 8. I was thinking more about that during the week. Yeah. Good actors that make a bad movie, you can't mm. be like, oh, it's so bad, it's good. Because no, they're good actors. So it, And Jerry Bruckheimer is a good producer. Yeah. Except for potentially the last season of Lost. Ooh. So he should 
do a good movie. Yes, and the budget. Yeah, like, so it should be good. It should be. Anyway, it wasn't. that's Con Air. Go back and listen yeah. to Con Air. <laughs> if you've just found us because you're a huge Sydney Portier fan yeah. uh, and you also happen to be a huge Steve Buscemi fan, the Venn diagram of those people, mm. the intersection is not very large. But if you're the one person in that intersection, go back and listen to our Con Air episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. If you want a preview for our next film, then get to patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema where you can give us your support uh, and help us to keep creating great content. Uh, subscribe, rate, review, share. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Inet. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Oddsox Entertainment. For more of Oddsox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese.